Welcome to the Advisor Arena Podcast with your hosts, Jamie Malm and Josh Watson. This show is designed to share ideas and help you gain insight from some of your most successful peers. We will discuss industry news, hot topics, and challenges you may face, as well as give you some possible solutions. Thanks for joining us today. Let's get started. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Advisor Arena Podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Malm. I've got Josh Watson on with me, and as promised, we have a really cool guest on with us today, Martin Saavedra Jr. Martin, you go by Jr. And you are the founder of Silhouette Technology. And as promised, we are going to talk a little bit today about digital marketing and kind of the missing piece of the puzzle with the way advisors are trying to use it today and what you guys do to solve that. So welcome. Thanks. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. I appreciate the time. So let me share with our listeners kind of what prompted our initial conversation. Um, Josh, you can probably attest to this too, but it's not uncommon for us to take calls from frustrated advisors that, you know, have been working with a specific vendor, maybe trying to get digital marketing running for filling events or webinars, especially now as people are getting back face to face. And there's some frustration, right? With, hey, this vendor is not really getting the results I want, or I'm not getting the quality of people, or there's just not the consistency there. And what we're finding is it's not necessarily something that the vendor is doing wrong per se, but advisors are spending a lot of money on digital marketing. We tell them that this is a must and yet we're kind of setting them up for failure. Right. So mm-hmm. junior, you yeah, said something to me that has really stuck with me. You said digital marketing is fundamentally broken there is a missing piece of the puzzle. Tell me what you mean by that. You know, if you look at what digital marketing is today, it's, it's, it's made for those that have the biggest budgets. So each and every advisor needs to realize who they're competing with and who they're competing against. Not only are they competing with the independent financial advisor down the street, but they're competing with, you know, all the captive agents, all the big firms. We have teams of people dedicated to just look at data, look at creative and set that in motion. So as we know, you know, consumers today, they're, they're, they're faced with an onslaught of advertisers and it doesn't really matter what they're in market for, but if they're in market, they're going to get centered to a very large ad budget. And fundamentally it's like, if I was to go to compete with a hedge fund, right? I got a hundred grand. I'm going to beat the hedge fund. Every single financial advisor would tell me, you're crazy. You're not going to do it. They're going to lose more money than you're going to make. That's the same way digital advertising is for the independent financial advisors. And so when we sat back and we looked at kind of what everybody was telling the advisors, we're like, this is kind of broken because everybody's leaning into digital, but here's the stats on digital. Very good. Digital is only going to deliver about a 2% click-through rate or engagement rate on very good isolated digital. Now I'm not talking about, you know, the impulse buys things that you can, that my kids do on Instagram, right? Like I love that lipstick or I bought this bathing suit, one click purchase. We're talking about very large ticket items. And when you look at the fundamentally what those campaigns are delivering across the spectrum, it's only about a 2% click-through rate. And if the data to start that campaign is not aligned with that target audience, then there's no chance that you're going to have a very successful campaign. 
And then you also have to look at how advisors, independent financial advisors, their stats on their website, right? So everybody builds a website, but nobody knows what's going on. Nobody knows or looks or takes the time to see what is the new versus returning visitor um, look like? What are the bounce out rates look like? So when we go into an advisor's digital properties, we take a very holistic view at everything. Because quite frankly, if you have a digital campaign running and you have a 90% bounce out rate at your site, then you're burning all of that digital money. So a lot of these companies, you know, they, they really put in and they hitch their wagons to LinkedIn and to Facebook without understanding what that really means. And it's easy to spin up a campaign on LinkedIn and, or a campaign in Facebook. And that doesn't really make you a digital advertiser. It just makes you an advertiser with somebody else's money. I want to stop you there real quick and, and clarify. So I think when most people think about, you know, doing digital marketing on Facebook, regardless of whether that's just standalone ads or we're trying to fill an event, we go out, we either boost a post or we spend money on an ad. We choose our demographics. You know, we feel like we're really zeroing in and targeting our audience. We set our budget and away we go. What's wrong with that? What's missing? Because Facebook has stripped out so much um, of being able to hone in on that data, right? Facebook stripped that out. The other thing that's happened throughout the, the course of the last, you know, 12 to 16 months is there's been a very large fight between Facebook and Apple. And um, so Facebook has had to try to rethink their approach on engagement because Apple has really started not passing the data that they were passing before. Right. So Facebook was leaning on Apple to get the user data. Facebook or Apple stopped that. So Facebook had to scramble and rethink how do we replace all of this data that's now missing from our networks. So even though behind the scenes or even though up front you're trying to spin up a campaign, you're not really engaging the people that you're trying to isolate or engage. Right. I've noticed when I've been online, I'm seeing things pop up now that are asking if I want to be tracked. Is that what you're talking about where they're, they're trying to kind of get permission again to see where I'm going and kind of track behavior or am I missing the mark there? No, that's part of it as well. And that's, that's a ripple effect from the changes that Apple um, uh, incorporated within their last iOS update. They made everybody, all the apps go back in and start asking again for these permissions. So there, that void within tracking was there. It's prevalent. Now, meanwhile, during that same time, if you look at Q1 results from Facebook, their ad costs rose over 35%. So as you and I discussed, I mean, nobody shared that information with all, the, with all these advisors. That 35% more of their budget was just going to go to support Facebook instead of going out to um, engage with consumers who could be in market. So I may think I'm spending the exact same on marketing, but if I'm allocating, let's call it $2,000 to a campaign, what I don't realize is a larger chunk of that money is just going to pay Facebook, not going out to get me engagement with new clients. 100%, because I mean, I don't know if you know this, but Mark Zuckerberg, he needs another island in Hawaii, okay? (laughs) He does. One's not enough. He really does. One is not enough. Yes. Yes. 
So, you know, there was also a void within all the reporting that a lot of advertisers in Facebook. So we pulled out of Facebook uh, a while ago. We pulled out, and, and not that we're out entirely, it's just there's too much uncertainty, and we saw ad budgets being blown, and the, the ROI just wasn't there. But when you think about that independent financial advisor, what do we tell them? We say, look, you need to better, be a better digital advisor, right? That's everybody telling everybody the same thing over and over. Fundamentally, they don't know how. So we need to take a step back, in my opinion, and we need to get centered to the brand. We need to get centered to that advisor needs to get centered and do a better job of looking at the stats on their site, making sure that the new visitors versus the returning visitors um, are constantly being monitored, right? Because that's how we identify consumers who are on the path to purchase consuming that advisor's content, that advisor's podcast, their videos, their stories, their white papers, whatever it's gonna be from a content um, point of view that the advisor's pushing out. So once we have those metrics kind of aligned the way that they need to be, now we can start amplifying the messaging. Now we can start really building, I think, um, you know, this broadcast messaging that allows the advisor a bigger reach and in our point of view, that's when digital makes a little bit more sense to start adding some fuel so that we can, again, get that advisor in front of more people, in front of um, more people mm-hmm. who are actually engaging that content. So I want to ask you something about aligning efforts, because this is where I think if we take a step back and think about what we tell advisors to do, it's no secret or you know, it's not, it, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to know, okay, branding efforts are going to drive the results of the actual marketing that I do than to get new prospects in. So if I have a radio show or a podcast, I'm boosting my ads on social media, I'm doing seminars, I'm sending my drip email campaigns, maybe I've got a video library on my site and I drive traffic out to a landing page, I may feel like I've, I'm, I've got all these things, kind of one one thing feeds the next, and so that feels like alignment. But you've told me about 90% plus of people that are doing all those things think they're aligned and and they're not. They don't realize the actual technology behind the scenes to create the actual alignment, right? Exactly. So you're, I think what, you know, you, what you're doing, what they're doing with that type of marketing, and again, no fault. It's just the way that, you know, we're all moving at a hundred miles an hour. Let's just start there. So what we're, what we're saying is let's take a step back. Let's slow it down. Let's start with one data set and have that data set run through all of those digital marketing properties or all of those marketing properties. So our take has always been, look, we know that for, for all the, um, everybody that's poked fun out of it and, and, you know, we don't want to do it anymore, but it still works. Seminars still work. We know that that data set works and that advisors have written billions of dollars in business from getting people to an event. And I don't think anybody can really argue with that. So what we did is we took that data set and we created silhouette from as part of that data set. And in doing so now we're able to continue on that conversation so that, instead of just taking the seminar data and, you know, having results for 50 people come to my event, 
Now we're able to mine that data continuously every single day and really hone in on those consumers that are actually consuming content, really hone in on those consumers that are showing us propensity and, and, and making sure that our advisors have a very strong digital connection built, full stack marketing connection built online and offline to each and every consumer. Now, it doesn't mean the consumer is going to go in your office and, and, and close the deal with you that very moment, but, but digitally now you're connected. Now that consumer has recognition of who you are and they're actually clicking on your digital properties. They're going to your website. They're consuming your content, your podcast, your white papers, your videos. So that now we have that consumer aligned to your digital website and we use that same data set to point back into Facebook, to point back into your CRM, to point back into your email blast. We're using one continuous data set for your business that stays consistently engaged with consumers who are actually in the market for financial services. So if I'm hearing you correctly, radical shift, if I am feeling like, boy, you know, I may work with this specific vendor, my digital marketing may be you know, on paper looking like it's filling my events, but these are not quality prospects. I'm getting really frustrated here. What you're saying is surface level isn't cutting it. We've got to mine that data and we've got to track consumer interests. We've got to track their behavior. We've got to see where they're going, what kind of content they're engaging in. And then we have the ability to redirect them to our specific, when I say our, I mean the advisor, but that advisor specific content. So we know they're already interested because we see kind of the content that they're consuming, we see what they're doing, and then we're taking that and redirecting them to all of the specific podcasts, drip emails, website, landing pages, seminars, all the things that that specific advisor is offering then. 100%, 100%. So now we're keeping the data and the advisor and the consumer in alignment. And it's, and our actions only take effect when the consumer actually does something, actually goes online and starts consuming that content. So, and you provide that info to the advisor, right? If you see that they're starting to engage part of their data set, they're starting to engage or they're tracking, you're kind of tracking where they're at. You're going to say, Hey, by the way, this person is showing interest. Yes. And we also take the action for the advisor. So we deploy all of the marketing, right? It automatically happens for the advisor. So now the advisor's managing from a BI platform along with our, our integrated coaches. And now we're moving on, you know, to, okay, when's the next event? This is what we're going to promote. We're keeping the advisor constantly marketing without them having to think, okay, what do I do next? How do I look at my Google Analytics? How do I tie this into Silhouette? How do I get this email out? So mm-hmm. all of these things are harmoniously working, and that's our job. That's what it should be. Now, you talked about you know, the event-based marketing in Facebook. If you're a consumer and you click on an ad, you didn't register, but you clicked on it. Well, what's, what's Facebook going to do? Facebook's going to tell the next four social vendors hey, we got this click, and they're going to move their ads over to that person. So now this person is receiving four or five different ads about an event that's happening in Topeka for four or five different 
advisors. So we're cannibalizing the prospects that do exist or show us an intent all from the same platform. You know, and it's, it's kind of like when you feed one bird at the beach, all of a sudden you have 10 seagulls chirping at you. That's <laughs> the way the consumer's feeling, right? right? So you're like, why did I give that bird any bread, <laughs> you know? And, and so the consumer's doing the same thing. Consumer's doing the same thing. Now, Facebook doesn't provide any data, any understanding. Um, you're not really able to go in and learn anything more about the consumer. And again, we think that's fundamentally flawed, especially for the amount of money everybody's charging. I want the consumer to build a connection with the advisor. We know from our data set that the average consumer is in market for roughly 230 plus days with only eight to 10 repeat visits. That's an astonishing statistic. That means yeah, that that's a long time. Really most most are probably going to give up long before they reach that. You know, they're going to say, oh, well, I tried a couple times and they didn't move forward. I'll move on. Exact, most advisors are going to give up. Mm-hmm. But what they're not realizing is the repeat visit ratio, eight to ten. That means I'm only in market eight or ten different times. And that means Mr. and Mrs. Advisor only have eight to ten at bats with great content, a very good site to convince that consumer to come in for that appointment or to convince that consumer to go to the next educational webinar or in-person event. Okay. I've got to back up and I've got to ask that brand. I've got to ask Josh something here and I want to make sure people didn't overlook this piece of it. Josh, I don't know if you heard junior say this, but how likely (laughs) do you think it is that an advisor would get the data and say, Oh, great. I see that they are interested in some of the content that relates to my industry. I'm going to deploy now an incredible drip marketing strategy that includes driving traffic to my landing page, sending drip emails, getting something out in the mail. How likely do you think an advisor would be to do that, Josh? I bet uh, maybe 10% of advisors would, uh, would do maybe one additional of those steps. And of no fault of their own. I mean, like you said, Junior, we're all going 100 miles an hour. We all have good intentions, but that certainly is going to be one of the first things that slips through the cracks. We'll go weeks or months and think, shoot, I didn't get that out. Oh, well, moving on. I'll just keep doing what I've been doing. And it's, you know, it's working okay. It's getting by. Junior, you just said, and I want to make sure we don't overlook this. Silhouette Technology does all of that deployment for all of that marketing for each advisor without them having to do anything. So they will have the info, they can do additional follow-ups, but we're not relying on the advisor to take this and run with it. You guys are going to do all of the follow-through. We're gonna do everything. We're gonna do everything. And, And everything happens automatically. So if Jamie's in market today, Jamie's gonna hear from that advisor over the next seven to 10 days. So we're not doing a, a blitzkrieg of marketing. It's, it, our job is to nudge those consumers ever closer to those advisors, to our subscribers while they're on that path to purchase. That's our job. And then instead of, you know, every month we want to make sure that the total prospecting cloud that we build hears from these advisors because it could be those emails that we send out, those broadcasts that we send out, 
maybe those are the emails and that's the messaging that stimulated that market, that consumer to go into market. So now we want to make sure that that consumer has every available uh, opportunity to leverage this digital advisor while they're engaging that content, while they're on that path to purchase. Because as soon as these consumers go online, it's not our independent financial advisors that are going to know about it. It's the Ed Jones and the Merrill Lynch's and, and all the big boys. Because mm-hmm. that's what they're set to do. So we want to be able to provide that, that level playing field for our advisors and localize their prospecting clients. And probably many don't even realize they are up against the big boys, right? They don't know that that's where they're getting hammered in their digital marketing. They think their competition is the guy down the street that's holding seminars when in fact, that's not it at all. Yes, that guy is probably still competition, but that's not who's obliterating your digital marketing efforts. Not at all. Not at all. And, and, you know, that's part of what we do. And as I showed you, um, that's part of what I, what we do in our presentation it's more about, hey, this is what the landscape actually looks like. This is actually what they're up against. Now, this is what Silhouette can do to help combat all of that and to get you completely ingrained into these consumers. You know, the other thing is, is that we have to talk about is, is everybody, when, when the lockdowns happened, we all know that advisors were kind of left in the dark and didn't know or have a way and the only thing that we could really do was, you know, push them over to social. Our advisors had prospecting files that they could leverage. Our, our advisors saw when, you know, the, the huge um, drop in the Dow happened, we had more in-market consumers. When the lockdowns took longer, we had more in-market consumers. We were tracking along with that. And then we had a pool of people that our advisors could work with. Yeah, you were redirecting them. You're looking to see who is, you know, who's in market, who's consuming that content, who's looking for solutions. And then you're redirecting those interested people to those specific advisors that you were working with. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, the other thing that we're we're also able to do is, you know, again, nobody can dispute that in-person events work. They work. That's fine. Now, it's not for every advisor, but they definitely work. And, you know, being able to take those 10,000 records that you just purchased and put that into Silhouette and to mine that data, I think is, is going forward is just a massive competitive advantage for any advisor that says, okay, I really want to become a better digital retailer, a better digital advisor. I want to ask about that because obviously seminar marketing is not cheap. It is expensive. Marketing in general is expensive. And I don't think there's an advisor out there that's just dying to dish out more money um, in marketing, not knowing what the return on their investment might be. But let's just take kind of traditional marketing efforts. We might get a 1% response rate, you know, if we're lucky. That's, I would say, high end of the response rates right now. If you get a 1% response rate, maybe half of those people are actually going to show at your event and maybe half of those people you're actually going to get an opportunity to get face to face with. So what you're doing then is drip marketing on the remaining people of that 1%, but there's 99% then of that list or of that data that fits your criteria. There's still prospects. You just don't ever have the opportunity 
to re-engage or redirect or market to them, that's part of the solution that you're providing, right? How are we zeroing in on the other 99%? That's exactly right. And, and you know, you, it's not only do we focus on the, that 1%, the 1% is easy. You can put that in the CRM. You can just right. put market to those people. That, that's the easy part. It's, you know, the vast majority of the audience that never even responded to the majority of your spend, to the 99% of your spend that you just did for that event. So mm. putting those people into Silhouette, putting those prospects into Silhouette now enables that advisor to stay connected to those consumers when maybe six months later, somebody got laid off. Maybe nine months later, somebody had a death in the family. Maybe somebody, you know, had enough and said, yeah, I'm going to retire. This is, I'm going to start that process or I separated from my significant other and I need to figure this out. Now making sure that our advisors have the pathways and the connections and, and the automated engines built already ready to go to connect with those consumers, I think is a powerful application that allows them to, you know, further that marketing spend. And I always joke around where, you know, the old adage is, Hey, 50% of my marketing didn't work or does work. I just don't know which 50, right? That's right. always been the marketing added. We know what 50 does. It's a 50 that's in market. It's a 50% that's actually engaging. It's the consumers, you know, with a $3 million income producing asset that is touching your website, that is engaging in your landing pages, that is reading your content. So then now we can then further and explore what's more meaningful to that consumer as opposed to you got a Google click or a spike or no, we go further. And then we coach to ensure that the sales processes are built within the practice so that we can have relevant conversations with these consumers. So once we humanize those, those meaningful connections or those meaningful moments, and we go from a digital aspect into that humanizing aspect, it's imperative that we look at those customer journeys so that we can talk and engage these consumers on what matters most to them, not on what you sell, what matters most to them. Because people can sniff out being sold 100 miles away. If I can talk to you about what matters most and see from your customer journey, is it retirement planning, Social Security, and tax planning? Then that's the conversation I'm going to have with you, Mrs. Consumer, Mr. Consumer. Those are powerful digital applications that we're providing right now. What I think is so interesting about this is as you talk through this and as you talk through just human behavior and how we start engaging with people and how we, you know, kind of work through that sales funnel, it makes absolute common sense. I mean, there is no part of this that I say, I don't know if that's really the way people connect. It absolutely is. And it's, kind of mind boggling that it is such a huge missing piece of the puzzle when we talk about digital marketing. But I think the issue is here, clearly I'm not an expert in this. Our advisors aren't experts in this. We need somebody who is. We might be able to see where there's, you know, hey, this seems to be a disconnect here with how I'm really connecting with people. We have no idea Mm -hmm. the technology capabilities of how to fix that on the back end. Um, And that's what I think is so interesting about this. Why is nobody else talking about this? So I appreciate so much that you have 
been willing to come on and, and kind of start this conversation. I know we've just skimmed the surface of the capabilities that you all have and the transparency that you're providing to advisors so they can really make this work for them. So I, I want to recap here and tell me if I'm missing something that you think is important and, and give some next steps for those of you that are listening that want to start exploring solutions to this. One, we need to make sure our marketing is aligned, right? If we're not aligned and we don't have somebody behind the scenes doing that, we are throwing money into the wind with our digital marketing. Two, we want to increase the quality of our prospects and the way we do do that is utilizing the capabilities of technology to our advantage really looking at the behavior of consumers and redirecting them to us. And then three, we don't want to throw out 99% of our prospect data. We want to use that information and have somebody like you working behind the scenes to really keep zeroing in on those people. So when the time is right, they are being redirected right to that advisor, moving more people into the marketing funnel and filling that pipeline of prospects. Do you think I've missed any kind of key areas you want to zero in on here, or you think that sums up kind of the three main issues? That definitely sums it up. Um, There's no two ways about it, but then now we need to then, you know, that's one, and then we need to have a one A. And then one A, you know, maybe we do this on another podcast or further into a discussion, but we then need to look at the CRM automations on how we create establish very efficiently funnels within our business practice because it, as we you know kind of talked about on this call is everybody's going 100 miles an hour so we can't ask our advisors to do more we have to help them become more automated mm-hmm. right and the more automation we can build within their practices the more um, costs we can strip out and, wow. and so you know that's why we we look at the crm platforms and what's going to work best what's not and how to help them construct something that allows them to become automated for those lead funnels as well. Well, I think it's pretty clear that digital marketing is the solution, just the way we're trying to do it isn't. So for those of you that are listening that want to explore this further, I know Junior, you'd be willing to have a one-on-one call, really dig into the specifics of any of our advisors' practices. You can connect with us, we will help you schedule a call you can do this one of two ways. You can either email us directly at theadvisorarena at gradientib.com or just go to theadvisorarena.com, go to our connect with us section, send us um, a, a connection request through there. We will reach out and help you connect with Junior. And I think one of the most exciting things about this is as always, Gradient is willing to partner with you on your marketing budget, your expenses. We can subsidize the cost of your marketing. If you choose to use Silhouette technology as part of that, um, that's something that Gradient can offset the cost for you on. So Junior, thank you so much for joining us. Josh, as always, thanks for being on the call and we will see you all next week for a new episode. Thank you. 